Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I am your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? It's uh, the the last week of September. We're into October. Spooky season. I don't know where I'm going with that. I actually don't like Halloween. I'm waiting for my uh, special holiday, Thanksgiving, as I am a portly gentleman and I enjoy some taters. Uh, this week, we've got ourselves... Um, a heaping helping of things. We had some games pop up out of nowhere, like it was a Randy Orton RKO, and we were just some unsuspecting victims. Black Bears in action, Team Maryland in action, the Towson men in action, Towson women. They took on Loyola, and apparently Maryland. We'll get, get into that a little bit. We'll also have some women's news and notes. Uh, Stevenson's D2 and D3 teams were in there. Maryland's D2 men's team was out there, and some players. Boy, we have a, a heaping helping of things for to, to talk about. So let's get on up as we are wont to do with the Maryland Black Bears and uh, a little bit of uh, movement on the chicken fingers as the Maryland Black Bears made a trade acquiring uh, Laker Aldrich from the Fairbanks Ice Dogs. Now, the interesting situation about this is if you go to Elite Prospects, uh, and look at Laker Aldridge's uh, profile. Before the trade, it had him slated as going to the Johnstown Tomahawks. Uh, but it seems as if he did not play a single game there. It listed his uh, uh, his season. It's still on there for 21-22 under the Tomahawks banner. But, uh, yeah, not to be had, obviously. Uh, he comes from Fairbanks. Laker Aldridge does. Uh, 28 goals. And 32 assists in a grand total of 89 games. The more impressive part about this is his uh, abundance. Actually, we should just dive back into the full NHL career, minus the two games he had this weekend, which only saw him. Uh, he got a goal and two uh, penalty minutes. But he has uh, totals. last <laughs> 41 games last year, 145 penalty minutes. Uh, 48 games in 1920. Uh, with 127 penalty minutes and 27 games in 2018-19 after coming from Little Caesars AAA uh, with 64 penalty minutes. So he is uh, he's a physical fella uh, coming from uh, Lake Orion, Michigan. So overager, this will be his last season of junior hockey. Big presence in front and made a big difference uh, for the Black Bears to start off. Uh, not sure what's going back. Not really anything out there that was... Uh, that said it was going back on the transaction page. It just has him listed as added. So could just be a free agent tender situation. I'm not entirely sure, but he's wearing number seven, and he's for the good guys. So he was in the lineup for Friday night game and Saturday night's game against the Maine Nordiques, a, a rematch of the East Division Finals from a year ago. Uh, and the Black Bears get off on the big W train on Friday night as they went ahead and they won this one. 5-3, to three, and it got off to a very quick start. Four goals uh, in the first period between both teams, all scored in 8:25 of the game. Uh, so we had that going for us at 3.30 after a Brad McNeil uh, four-check that kept the play alive. Uh, pass it over to Brandon Piku. Piku put it out to Sean Kilcullen. He puts it in there for his first of the year. Great screen in front by Piku after the pass going right towards the net. Uh, getting it in there. Calling his first of the year, Piku and McNeil have five assists. Then McNeil on the shorthanded attempt. He gets a breakaway. He gets hauled down uh, for Matthew Connor, and that gives him a shot to penalty. And he made a lovely move, a little stick fake 
on the forehand, putting it backhand. Shelf, that's his first of the season. Shorthanded penalty shot goal makes it 2 nothing. Black Bears. About a minute and a half later, Nicholas Bernardo with his first goal of the year on the power play. Puck moving back and forth, and then got Michael Morelli moving, and there's uh, Bernardo with his first of the year. And then about a minute 30 after that, uh, Dom Markinsevich, he gets himself his first goal of the year, and that ties it at two as we go into the first intermission. Uh, Markinsevich with a second goal after a little bit of a confusion for the Maryland Black Bears. Um, nice little pass back and forth, and they go in on Morelli, and that's all she wrote. Three to two at that point, and then there you go. Laker Ulrich paying dividends as uh, Bobby Starring puts one on net, Elliot Leroux with a pa- with another shot on net, and then Aldrich picks up the pieces, ties the game uh, with just about five minutes remaining in the second period, and that's where they'll go into the uh, go into the locker room with Michael Morelli was uh, tested a lot uh, in the second period, and he shown he had that one the one goal, and that was about it. He played very well, very tight. Uh, especially in the third period, played a very tight game there. And, you know, he was rewarded for it as uh, Bobby Starring gets his first of the year. Another good four-check play, another not-give-up play as uh, Miles Gunty finds the puck in a scrum on the side of the net. He passed it over to Kevin Scott. Kevin Scott gets it up to Starring. Starring lets it go from the point, his first of the year, and it is to 4-3. Maine was pressing. Uh, Morelli still... Keep it on tap. I think it was a break. There was a breakaway late. He gets his right pad on it, keeps it a one-goal game, and then during a shorthanded attempt with the net empty, Elliot Leroux picks it off, puts it home, five to three. The final two shorthanded goals for the Black Bears, who have had a good amount of offense created from their uh, penalty kill over the past few weeks, and uh, that's you know they they had that last year as well, as we saw, I believe I want to say six. Of their first eight goals of the season were shorthanded. No, that's that's a lie. That's a lie because they scored like umpteen eleven against Johnstown that first weekend. They had a lot of shorthanded goals uh, to power play goals, I guess it was. And uh, so, especially to start the season, they, their PK was fantastic uh, and was fantastic all throughout the season. So there we go, Michael Morelli. He gets himself a a dub, twenty nine saves in the winning effort. Uh, Saturday, however, a little bit of a different story in this one as Maine really shut it down. Uh, a wide-open game is something that uh, Maine does not seem to like. As we saw in the playoffs, they kept things tight. They they blocked shots. They got in shooting lanes. Uh, the goaltending was stellar, and that's what happened here in this game two of the weekend as Gus Holt was the story on this one uh, for 46 saves and Maine getting in shooting lanes big, big time. Um, blocking a lot of passes, blocking a lot of shots, clearing guys out in front. Very few second chance efforts uh, by the Black Bears, as uh, three to nothing is the final in this one. Got started early, three fifty eight in on the power play, big passing play as uh, Matthew Connor gets a power play goal, his second of the season. Nothing happened in the second. Uh, Maryland striking hard, twenty shots, out shooting uh, Maine twenty to six. The chances were there, opportunities were there. But they just there there was just shots that just went right into uh, Gus Holt's pads, kicked it aside. A uh, couple threats, nothing too big. Holt played very well, um, and, and that's not to be nothing to be said about Luca DePasco, 
as Napasco was tried a couple times. Maine got on breakaways uh, a fair amount. I think they got two or three breakaways in this game. I want to say three, and he was came up big on pretty much all of them. Uh, I think one led to a rebound, but I think in the grand scheme of things, I think uh, DePasco played as well as he could have, given the fact that he was tested very well too, uh, a lot as well. Not as much as Holt, but you know, it, you know, it is what it is. Uh, bad luck did seem to hit DePasco though, as uh, Marcus and Savage, uh, Mark and Savage. I'm saying that name terribly, and it's probably going to come up a lot in these series. So my apologies on this one. Uh, he gets his third of the series, third of the season, after a uh, Bernardo shot hits the backboards and right in front tips his stick as he was battling at the side of the net, in the net, and that made it two to nothing. Uh, try as they might, Black Bears just couldn't get one in. They tried. They kept pushing the offense a little bit more and more. Uh, it was kind of a shootout there in the third period with 29 total shots, 15-14 uh, main on that one, and then Caden Patterson uh, puts it away on the power play, side of the net, boom. Uh, it's right there, and Patterson, his first of the year, and that's all she wrote. Three to nothing, first time since April 30th uh, that the Black Bears have been shut out, and that was against the New Jersey Titans when there was a ton of injuries uh, on the team. So that was a, a key situation in that one. Uh, DePasco with 27 saves in the losing effort as they go into a very big weekend in terms of travel. So if we look at the standings, uh, Maryland drops out of first place uh, thanks to Northeast sweeping Johnstown, uh, and they are uh, one point behind Northeast. New Jersey Titans, who they'll take on Friday night, one point behind them. Uh, so they go to New Jersey. Uh, they go to Middletown, New Jersey, and uh, they will play Friday night there, and they will meet a familiar friend, which we'll talk about here in a bit. So they'll go to Middletown, ship New Jersey. And they will go, and they will play, and then, and then they'll maybe visit Hackensack on the way, and then there you go. So, they go there on Friday night, but because one reason or another, a little bit of, you know, I'm sure politicking could possibly be the best word, uh, the Johnstown Tomahawks won the Black Bears to be their home opening game on Saturday. Johnstown does not have a game Friday night. So, because of, I would say, I don't know, crying, uh, the Tomahawks get their way, and the Black Bears will have to travel uh, over 300 miles, just to touch over 300 miles, to get to Johnstown for a Saturday night tilt against the Tomahawks. Yeah, it doesn't seem fair at all, does it? That seems like, you know... If there wasn't more uh, fire to be had in this uh, rivalry, that's got to be it right there. So we'll have to see what happens this weekend, how the legs are going to feel after a very spirited game, and uh, then have to drive to hell and creation to get to Johnstown on that one. So that's a rough one. Um, you know, I don't make the schedule. I think it's dumb that if you're having a, if you're having a split series, I think it's dumb that you can't get a building Friday and Saturday night for your home weekend. Um, but this is where we're at. This is how it's going to be. We're first time on the road. That's not a showcase thing. Onward, upward. This is going to be a very. This will be more. I think. I mean, you go to the showcase in Blaine. You have hotels. You get. Uh, you know, you become a family there. You get more tight knit. This is really going to show. Uh, guys have each other back because it's going to be a very long weekend. 
Um, going to be running on fuel and passion, and uh, you know it should be a fun one. Should be a fun one. If we can get that win Saturday night, that'd be great. Let me know in the comments or let me know on the Twitter at ChesapeakeHWPod if we should do a secret broadcast so we don't have to listen to those buffoons uh, in the booth in Johnstown. So uh, let me know on that one. But that's the weekend coming up, New Jersey Friday and Johnstown on Saturday. Both games on Hockey TV, one game, possibly a special stream. Not saying, just saying. Team Maryland, they were in action twice in the past week as they took on the, uh, they welcomed the New Jersey 87s into Piney Orchard in a matchup of, uh, I believe, that South Division final. I don't know what the divisions are in the Eastern League, so we'll say South Division. Uh, and then uh, they uh, went up to Philly, but the matter at hand Wednesday, took on the 87s, playoff rematch, and uh, they dropped this one 3-2, to two. tough game. Tough one uh, to drop, but, uh, you know, 87s are coming off a championship season. you got to tip your hat to them. It got started at 427. Robbie Seawagon of New Jersey gets the, the scoring going on the power play. Uh, then in the second period, 423 in. Everest Schneider, even strength, puts the 87s up 2 to nothing. Then uh, just a minute 20, a minute 19, minute 18. We'll say a minute 18. Split the difference. Uh, Nick Graziano, who was the uh, EHL uh, top performer of the week for week one, he gets a power play goal from Alex Newton and uh, Jacob Kaczynski. Two to one, cut the lead in half. But in the third period, Adam Coley on the power play, he gets his first uh, of the of the game. And three to one there. Will Rosen gets one even strength with just under five minutes to go, but they could not get the equalizer. And three to is the final on that. John Werber faced a lot of rubber. 45 saves in the uh, loss. Uh, a good spirited tilt. I mean, New Jersey is what, you know, they are who we thought they were. A very tough team to play. Very offensive-minded team. You could tell by the 48 shots they threw on net. Uh, and they shut down defensively, too. Uh, you know, they, they held Team Maryland to only two goals, only 24 shots. So this is a team that is a very well-rounded team. But it's something that Maryland is starting to play closer and closer to them, and I think it's you know if that's if that is the if that's the benchmark with the eighty sevens have I think Team Maryland is right there. Uh, Maryland, Team Maryland then had a little bit of a weekend off. They played Monday uh, morning against the Philadelphia Little Flyers in Aston, Pennsylvania, and Team Maryland gets a overtime victory. They sure do. They got things off uh, in in a big way. Uh, special teams were a huge factor in the first period as uh, J.J. Creighton scores for, uh, shorthanded. Uh, he gets a tip uh, in the uh, – he gets a shot in, in from uh, coming down the wing. I'm trying to remember what these were because I got the goals mixed up because Brian Teske uh, gets an assist and so does uh, Kaczynski on that one. And then towards the end of it, Teske gets himself a power play goal. Pass out to the point from Bobby Geyer. He puts one home. 2 nothing after one. Will Rosen gets a secondary assist on that one. 3.05 into the second period, though. Kyle Patton with a power play goal. Cuts the lead in half for Philadelphia before Will Rosen gets a goal of his own from Bobby Geyer and Nick Graciano to make it 3-1. to one. Then just over halfway uh, at the 10.33 mark into the period, Luke Hedman, even strength goal, makes it a one-goal game as they go into the locker rooms. Kyle Patton, again, uh, he gets him his name on the board shorthanded this time. 
as uh, 545 into the third, he ties the game up at three. Seven minutes later, Carson Stickley with an even strength goal. Graziano with another assist. And uh, Michael Vesplad in on that one. And then with only 16 seconds remaining, Vincent Nicosia right in front. Gets a rebound right on the stick. No one around and puts it home. It is three to or four to four as we go into overtime. And then Evan Donnelly ends it three fourteen in weird bounce uh, on a wraparound. Just sits at the side of the net. Uh, Philadelphia's goaltender Tyler Cassidy can't get to it. Beaten and bang, and Evan Donnelly puts it home five to four. The victory on that one. Uh, John Werber thirty eight saves in the winning effort, and Team Maryland. Gets out of this week with a, uh, a a solid, solid showing, I think, overall against uh, a couple teams that they have had problems with here and there. But uh, good for them on this one. Now they go up to Connecticut for this one. I think this is a, uh, a showcase weekend, as the kids like to say. Play Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday against the Connecticut Chiefs. Friday against the Seaco Spartans and then Seahawks Hockey Club on Saturday uh, Saturday afternoon. So if you're watching Hockey TV, Thursday, 5, 10 p.m. Eastern tar- start on that one. Friday, 2 p.m. and Saturday, 2 p.m. If you want to catch that on Hockey TV. Towson University back on the ice. They went up to the Lake Erie region to take on Mercyhurst. And they came back with two big wins on this one. Friday night, they went 4-2. Uh, over the Lakers, Jack Galla, uh, Callahan with uh, two goals. Colin Mercier with a goal. Jack Ellis with a goal as well. If the ACHA website wasn't such trash, we'd be able to uh, talk to you a little bit more about it. But alas, it's garbage and only has the Delaware score in there. Um, in any case, the uh, Towson Tigers back at it again. Game number two, uh, a hat trick for Callahan uh, with uh, another a, a solid showing from him. Five goals in two games. Shout out to him. Ellis with a uh, goal as well, as well as James Marburger gets his first, as well as uh, we got ourselves a goal from Justin Brown as well, who had an assist in the Delaware game for that. So Towson getting off uh, two wins. Solid showing for them. Um, it should be a good, good time for them. They're getting off on the right foot in a big, big way uh, for this one. So, uh, shout out to him or shout out to this team getting back on the right track after some uh, lean years here. Hopefully, it's a sign of things to come. Staying with Towson, women's team, they got things started. Apparently, um, I will say this: they did say that. They would uh, play on Friday night. The problem with that is that no one has a record of them playing the Terps on Friday night. They're supposed to play the Terps Friday night at Ice World, 7.30 start. Not even the DVCHC has, or DVCH, yeah, DVCHC um, has recollection of this. Uh, so that's that's tough. I don't know if the game happened, if it was scheduled, if there was postponement. Uh, nothing showing on that. But... They did play on Saturday. They played Loyola. We shout out the Greyhounds as the Battle of Balmer County. Balmer County home playing at Clutch and Crab Hockey there. Um, and 
Loyola is good. Loyola should not be slept on. And, man, Loyola puts up an eight spot. And, uh, sorry, yeah, an eight spot. And that's all she wrote on this one. Got started quick. Uh, 133 and Sophia Theodore from Emma Alexander makes it one to nothing on this one. And then Towson kept him off the board for a bit. Uh, it was uh, back and forth. Towson, or, you know, Loyola trying to get their legs about him. This is their first game of the year as well. Um, of course, the shot total does not reflect that. It just says they have five shots and five goals in the first period. Uh, so you see where this is going. 13 15, uh, Victoria Durham. Uh, Durham <laughs> with uh, her even strength goal, Sophia Theodore on the assist on that one. And then 11 seconds later, Kate Cavanaugh with her first of the year. Even strength goal, unassisted. And then it was the Sophia Theodore show. A natural Hanati Boo Hattie there on. As uh, 14-24 in the first period, she scores her first one from an assist from Mary Sullivan. And then three minutes, three minutes and 24 seconds later, she gets her second unassisted on that one to end the period. And then the 320 mark, in the second period, she gets the hat trick from uh, Serafina Brown. Makes it uh, six to nothing at that point. Uh, Towson then staved off a little bit of an attack, and then Kavanaugh again, second of this of the uh, game. Brown again, another assist on this one. Towson and Loyola kind of, I guess, eased it out a bit, as with 15 seconds remaining in the game, Anna Soek with a goal. Makes it 8 nothing. Abigail Carlson with the assist, and that is all she wrote. Grace Lunder gets the shutout on this run. Catherine O'Malley facing a lot of shots, facing a lot of uh, quality shots. And, uh, yeah, she uh, loses this game, unfortunately, in the Battle of Baltimore County. But I'm sure there will be more to be had throughout this season. One note on Towson. They put their schedule out, too. So let's I'll, I'll, let's talk about their schedule here. Uh, right here, right now, uh, they will play. They're supposed to play Loyola on Friday. I don't know if that's still going on or not. Um, okay, so Towson has their schedule out now. This is this is according to the DVCHC website. Um, they're on their Instagram. It's different from what they have on the DVCHC website. So we'll see. Well, I don't know what to believe. I'm going with DVCHC. So the next game they'll play. Next Friday against University of Maryland. Uh, I think everything got bumped up due to something that happened this weekend. Uh, so they will take a week off, and then they'll go to Westchester, and they'll go to UPenn to end out the month of October. One interesting note on this one in the DVCHC website, and I think something that was a long time coming, the, universe, uh, the, the U.S. Naval Academy women's team is now in the DVCHC. So four Maryland teams in Division Two of the DVCHC Awesome to see. They, of course, they were in uh, college hockey East uh, for the past couple of seasons, but now ju- logistically, it just makes more sense to have them in the DVCHC. So, U- uh, U.S. Naval Academy will be in the uh, DVCHC with Maryland, Loyola, Towson, and they get their season started this weekend at home. They will take on Westchester University. That's the best Chester, apparently. So, they will take on them, and then on October 10th, they'll go down to Liberty. And then the first matchup in state will be against University of Maryland on Friday, October 15th on that one. So that's going to be very cool to see if you guys can get out there to McMullen. By all means, go cheer this team on. Uh, last year, played very well in college hockey. East got a berth in the playoffs as well. 
So they are a team to be reckoned with uh, moving forward. So that was some good news to see in this one. Stevenson's D2 and D3 playing this weekend. The inaugural games for the D3 division, the D2 division, uh, starting off against Georgetown this weekend. They get themselves a 4-1 victory in this one. Joe Gary with a goal and an assist, his first career goal in the ACHA. Josh Waterson with a goal. Uh, Sean Blahut getting himself a goal. He only played one game last year as a sophomore. First game of this his junior year, or as, of his sophomore year, rather. He played one game as a freshman, as did most of uh, Stevenson. Gets one goal, one game. You got to like how things are uh, working out on that one. And Kenneth Burkhart with a uh, big goal as well. He gets it to the four mark. Brendan Jesse with two assists. Jonah Carlson gets player of the game honors. He gets uh, two assists in this game as well as Nick Hoover. Frosch getting himself an assist to get him on the board as well. Four to one. Good start for uh, the Stevenson Mustang D2 squad. D3 squad, their inaugural game, three to two victory over Millersville, not Maryland, Pennsylvania. Uh, so uh, a big, big win for them. Jake Shoulders with uh, two goals in this one. Doherty with a goal, no first name. I looked through all the cards that they put on their Facebook page. Did not see a first name there. Daniel Trebgopalv with a uh, with two helpers. A big, big game for Frosh Peter Skidmore, who gets 39 saves in his first start in the D3 division. And he puts home a big victory, the first victory in the uh, D3 division for Stevenson. So huge, huge win there. And they got some more huge games coming up. D2 is away uh, this weekend. They will play at NC State. Started at 8-10. All those games are on YouTube. You can go follow their YouTube page uh, to make sure that you get everything going on there. Of course, these are all depending upon Wi-Fi and service capabilities. And then they're at uh, UC Wilming UNC Wilmington. They take on the Seahawks on Saturday night. So check their Facebook page, check their Twitters uh, for that one. D3, they are at home this weekend. They will take on University of Pitt-Johnstown, 7.30 at the uh, the good old Recplex, the sportsplex down in Reisterstown. Friday, Saturday, Friday, 7.30, puck drop. Uh, Saturday afternoon, matinee, 4.30, puck drop on that one. So stay tuned. If you can't get to the rink, you can always follow on Facebook and Twitter. And they will have information for you there. Always good to have that there. Maryland's D2 team, they uh, they came up a little short in this one as they took on the uh, the Georgetown team as well. They went down to travel, and they dropped one 3-2 on this one. Liam Eden had the goal uh, his first of the year uh, with uh, – uh, get did the team within one. The first goal goes to. I'm trying to look backwards uh, here. It's not that great for me. I uh, should have thought this a little bit earlier. Tucker Healy gets one from the point. First goal of the season for the Terps as they got shut out last week. Uh, and a very strong game from Aiden Jones in net. Uh, his very first game with the Terps. Very impressive. He makes some big saves. He had uh, he had a lot of saves. He had a lot of saves in this one. They drop one three to two. Uh, they will go to uh, Kootztown, Pennsylvania. They will be on the road as they take on Kootztown University on Saturday night for that one. So uh, huzzah, huzzah on this one. So that's uh, that's what we got in the ACHA. Hope you got a lot out of that because, uh, boy, I did a lot of talking in that one. So there we go. 
Let's get to some players. Why not? Uh, so something interesting came across my browser when I was looking at the NHL star, NAHL Stars of the Week, and that was an honorable mention to Andrew Takis. That's right. Dunkirk and Bowie's own Andrew Takis back in the NAHL with New Jersey. Huh. How about that? They're seeing New Jersey this week. Oh, boy. So Takis got in Friday night's game. He played the full game there. He only let up two goals in a victory over Jamestown. Then he was put in on Saturday night after three goals early for the uh, against the, uh, the the Titans, and he held for 22 saves in that one. Uh, shootout victory, I want to say, um, in this one, and that was huge. So gets four huge points for the Titans, uh, and I'm sure he'll be starting Friday night against Maryland. So uh, he gets an honorable mention, and he gets a shout here. So we'll be seeing a lot. Something about something about these Maryland kids staying, coming back to the East Coast. So, you know, congrats to Andrew for, for getting in. He was slated with the North Iowa Bulls, I do believe, at the beginning of the season. And then didn't hear much from him overall, and now he is with New Jersey. So shout-out to him on this. I mean, good for him to get that kind of uh, – get that kind of thing going for him. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in the coming weeks and months, and we'll go on from there uh, moving forward. Another Marylander from the North Iowa Bulls, uh, Anthony Domina, uh, with uh, a good weekend against the uh, uh, Aberdeen Wings. The Aberdeen Wings, one of the top teams, was the top team last year. What am I talking about? And uh, he got himself a goal and an assist in a split weekend as North Iowa splits with Aberdeen. Got a goal and assist on Sunday night, plus one. One shot on goal, one goal. Get that 100% shooting percentage. So the Severna Park native, I mean, man, I would have loved to have this kid on this team. But, you know, 6'4", 201, 17 years old. A lot of, a lot of hockey to be played. He is going to be uh, a force in North Iowa. So congrats to him on the weekend there. Nothing else getting started in terms of college that I see or pros. So we'll wrap it up right here. That's it. That's all. I've been Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week on the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction. Check us out on the socials at Chesapeake HW Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Check us out on check the pictures out. Johnny P puts on some fabulous pictures at FOHS Radio on that one. And you can check out all his work from the Black Bears games. And uh, I think that's it. You guys have a great time. Have a great weekend. There's a lot of hockey coming on. We're got we got a lot of hockey going on. A lot of hockey for the taste buds. Uh, so you got this going. So enjoy your week. Play that clutch and crab hockey, and I'll see you next time. Peace.